down, trippin' I still lean on my margins I'm from where they took slow When you know they gon' be just Nobody need to guess me, dog. I'm quite sure you can smell it I'm Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Kadeem, and you are tuned in to the He Is Hers and the Truth Podcast. Check out my guy's new single tribute to Screw featuring yours truly. A sight to see just like his new split screens Day after Valentine's I came from 215s Never revealing the plans on her Hot, let me get a fan on her All supply, no demand on her Never curse, but go ham on What up, this is Steph G And this is Nika T And this is His, hers, and, and the, the truth, truth podcast How you been doing? <laughs> I've been straight <laughs> I've been straight. I've been straight. I haven't you seen funny, you in a while. <laughs> you literally just taught me suck your dick. Hey. <laughs> you funny. I had to. I had to find another way <laughs> to to. You get what I'm saying? Not to. <laughs> to the... You've been on one since you walked through the door, fam. Because I haven't seen you, man. I know it's been a while. I've been it, missing you, best friend. I understand that. I've been missing you too, bitch. I was about friend. to say, bitch. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> you ain't miss me either? Shit. So we, we ain't seen each other in, in I know. about a month, ain't it? It's, it's been about a month, man. What you, what you been doing this last month? Man, working, vacationing, trying to vacation. Let's get to that. <laughs> All right. How was the vacation? Um, Where did you go? We went to Frisco slash Dallas, took the kids to Kidzania in Frisco. Mm. It's a really cool place. Uh, kids get to be adults and shit. Kids get to be adults? Yeah. Oh, so like the little whole little thing you had posted, that was them being fire firefighters? Yeah, mama posted that first off. Oh, okay, somebody uh, did. She tagged me in it. But yeah, they were uh, firefighters. And they got to um they got to be in a band. Um and after they got done like doing the little band thing, they printed them out a little QR code so you could go back and listen to the song that they made and shit like that. Oh. Um it's a lot of different things there. They got like a Spotify podcast station where they can go create their own podcast. You can go to uh college, be a vet. Go be a doctor, make pizza. So like, this, it sounds like something that gives kids the opportunity to start an idea of what they might like. Yeah. To be. Like they even got an aviation academy in there. Oh. And like certain things, like the cool thing about it is, like when you go, you get a passport and you get a debit card. So every activity that the kids do, they get their passport stamped. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically showing where they done been. Um, and certain activities you can uh, get, I think they call kidzos, which is their money, um, their currency, and it goes to their debit card. Yeah. And once they get ready to leave, they can like go to the department store and buy candy and shit. Yeah, it's basically like all the prizes you find at Chuck E. Cheese and shit. But I mean, it was a real cool place. The kids enjoyed it for the most part, I think. We had we had a few, you know, hiccups. What happened? <laughs> we had a few hiccups. I mean, we we have a child that is antisocial, so she um uh, she only participated in one activity. Um then we had another kid that's like an entitled brat and so every time we didn't move at her pace, she was like throwing a tantrum and shit and I was like, "Bro, Got me fucked up. <laughs> so you had two kids that's moving at two different paces, and y'all both trying to, or all of y'all just trying to keep up. Man, with. we had three kids with us total. Yeah, but we had one that was just like, I'm going with the flow. Let's get it. I just oh, came okay. here to ha- y'all know why I'm here. I came to have fun. I'm gonna have fun, no matter what it is. Yeah. But then we had it, it we had the little girls and they was kinda like we gonna give y'all problems. <laughs> <laughs> and hey You know what? I don't I, I think my daughter, she's not antisocial. Oh uh, no, she's not antisocial. She's social but it's like she'll be a little hesitant mm-hmm. to 
speak to she adults. Don't trust people. She she'll hang with kids. And she like hanging with the bigger she, yeah. kids and stuff. But, you know, I, I haven't went on a family outing yet or nothing like that. So Man, saving up for next vacation though, like we taking the kids to some more places this summer, like aquarium and shit like that. Um, we got an aquarium here? We don't have an aquarium here. How the fuck we got a zoo but no aquarium? We like fish. I mean, our zoo is kind of probably as well. But, you know, this Little Rock, you can't get can't expect much out of Little Rock. So you go different places to see the sites and stuff like that. But I think Branson just opened up an aquarium. So we're going to try did. to get that thing up. Everybody and their mama been there. Um, I mean... With the process of me getting ready to start homeschooling, John, and everything, these are activities that I was planning on doing with her anyways, just so that she can get different type of learning things in versus just sitting in front of a desk all day. Yeah. You know, so she's a real hands-on learner anyway. She likes <clears throat> to do different things. I just noticed today that she likes watching Nailed It. What's that? Um, so it's a baking show where they try to recreate like people that ain't really skilled in baking tries mm -hmm. to recreate different cakes and stuff and they be like real fancy cakes like oh. earlier it was one that was like a hot air balloon and shit like that. A cake in the shape of a cookie jar and shit like that. So she really I mean, she was really interested in it, so I think she might try to bake him, but I'm going to leave that up to her and Gigi because... You, know, you you should buy a little easy bake. I'm not buying job, nothing else right now. I, I'm actually... I still have toys to go through to throw away. Yeah, I got to do the same thing because... But I just decided that I'm just going to pick up the whole toy box and dump it into a bag <laughs> and call it a day. We're just going to start from ground zero. Because kids I feel really like don't be playing the with the toys. To clean. Kid, yeah, I agree. Because everything is fresh. Everything is fresh. And then it's just like, oh, this is brand new. I want to play with this. It's like, ah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the toys in her toy box are toys that um, mm -hmm. have been handed down. Like, they they didn't went through a couple of cousins. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Before they didn't got to her. So, you know, it's just that time where you just out with the old, in with the new. Plus... Some of them were when she was, like, real little, too, so she ain't got really much use for them. Yeah. So, let's let's back up to the homeschooling. Mm-hmm. How ready are you to be homeschooling? Mm hmm I'm, like, 60% ready. Because <clears throat> I know Skylar just got uh, accepted to uh, a school. And so for me, it's it's a lot of anxiety, man. Cause I I just don't want nobody fucking with my baby. I want her to be a good. She's See, she's a good girl. I ain't though. got that to worry about. One, cause I be worried about my kid fucking with other folks' kids. Exactly. <laughs> and two, my kid gonna be at home. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. she gonna have me and Gigi that's teaching her. You know. We got different family and friends that are versed in different things. Like uh, one of my brother's roommates. Uh, well, yeah, one of my brother's roommates. He's uh, he speaks Spanish very fluently. His he speaks Spanish with his daughter, you know, and things like that. So he's probably somebody that I would reach out to and be like, "Hey, when Jai over there, because she spends a lot of weekends at my brother's house. Um, so like, when Jai over there, can you kind of?" Start working with her as well, you know, different things like that. Espanol. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, My mama had a Spanish book from the eighties that she gave to us to learn Spanish from when we was in school. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't learn too much of shit, but it was helpful. You know, I, think, I might see I mean, if it's still at the house. She, she picks up on things really fast, so I feel like she's one. She's gonna be a lot like me when it comes to. I just want to learn. She like knowing about different things and learning new things mm. so i feel like in that aspect she's gonna be a lot like me but we just found out uh we went to a track meet for one of the boys uh, last month sometime and she really enjoyed watching the hurdles 
So you think she might want to run track? I think she's going to want to because she wants to do gymnastics and ballet as well. Mm. So I feel like all of those would kind of go hand in hand Yeah. if she were. So we'll see, but yeah, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. She ready. I think she like well, what 90% do you, ready. What do you want to get her involved with first? Uh, of course, this is outside of school, but... As far as activity-wise, what do you think is the first thing you want to get her involved um, in? Activity-wise, I would want her to get involved with gymnastics mm. um, because it'll teach her discipline. And um, mm. she's really clumsy, so it'll help teach her, her balance. balance and like stuff like that. Yeah, so I get her into gymnastics first, and then we kind of grow from there and see. Um She'll probably she'll probably get into a whole bunch of stuff. Like I know she kind of jumps. She try to get on my turntables from time to time. I think she finds an interest in it, but I think she finds an interest in it because me and one of her papas does it. Mm-hmm. So it's one of them things where, uh, for me and her, I kind of just let her guide me on where she want to go. Yeah. And then if she get to a place where she like. Uh, I'm really not feeling it. I'll never let her tell me that she can't do it. You gonna at least put forth this effort because you said you wanted to do it. Yeah. But after you put forth that effort, if you decide that that's not something that works for you, I'm not about to force it no more. Do you think that's where? I'm not gonna say our parents, but our the generation that raised us. Do you think that they didn't do that with their with us? They didn't let us decide too much. Cause I feel like they try to, <clears throat> they let us decide, but they try to push us Trying into to that. How we decide? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think I think there's still parents out there today that you know they'll be like, "Well, I want you to play this sport, or I want you to do this activity, blase, blase," and that may not be what they kid into. You know what I'm saying? It's kids that come out, and I think for us, it was. Our parents saying, well, I've invested this money. I've invested this time. So you're going to see this through. You know what I'm saying? And that's not even just in one season. That's just like, let's just say, you know, you did basketball through Mm -hmm. school. And let's just say for after your first season of basketball or maybe your first two seasons of basketball, you decide, okay, basketball really ain't the sport for me, so I'm going to quit. Some parents be like, no, nah, you're going to keep playing because you didn't put in all this time. And in the past, I didn't paid all this money. So we invested in this. Yeah. And in other cases, they just living vicariously through their kids. And in that retrospect, I don't fuck with it. Cause they they own individuals, especially in sports though. Like a lot of a lot of parents that I've seen who are, you know, pushing their kids to excel in sports, don't really have the 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 idea of what else that their kid likes to do. Right. You know they are, they they're more active because they're living through their kid with the the sporting part, and it's like, well, you know, what else besides this sport do you want to do? Right. You know, do you have a a second you know, option in life or, you know, as people, other people say plan B and it's like, if you don't have one, why wasn't your, you know, your parents trying to push you to have a plan B? Like, I mean, even if it was, you know, if you wanted to make it to the NBA, you know, kind of an average dream for a, a black kid, a black male kid. And it's like, all right. It is average, ain't it? Yeah, it's pretty average. Any, any type of, it's a or some type of social status. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think for the most part, all of us be like, I want to make it out the hood. Yeah. Or just make it out of Arkansas. Make it out of Arkansas. <laughs> but yeah, then. That's, that's fact. But it's like, you know, even if you just want to say, I want to play or I want to make it to the NBA, show what other jobs are in the NBA. You know right. what I'm saying? If you're going to play ball and you get to college and you get a scholarship. Utilize that scholarship right. to get a degree in we something just, that can uh, help with that. Me and Ant were just talking about a uh, one of the players on Memphis team. He's a really good player. He's been out. Uh, he was out like towards during the NIT conference. I know for sure, uh, probably a little bit longer. But while on the sidelines, he was still helping like 
basically as an extension of the coaching staff. And you can kind of see that he still added value to it. He might be trying to go to the league. He might not. But the one thing that um, he's done and Penny has also, you know, mentioned is that he's tried to dive into other aspects of the game, not just being out there on the court, but still being an asset in other parts of the game. So, I mean, I hope, like, if he don't – if he decides not to go to the league, I hope he does become a coach because he has a lot of potential and he, he real good. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I'm talking about. You know, give somebody the opportunity to get their feet wet in right. something near the area what they desire in. You know, if you – Hell, if you want to be a rapper and you, you, you know what I'm saying, your rapping hasn't took off from 18 to whatever, learn to make beats. If you don't know how to make beats, learn to, I don't know, manage another artist. I That that would be more of, now, I ain't going to lie. Man, producing and engineering and all of that shit, that ain't for everybody, even, even for rappers. Like, you got a lot of rappers out here that will produce and engineer and shit like that. But that just really ain't for all rappers. And then, on top of that, I mean, I feel like if you got bars and you just ain't made it. Be a writer. Go be a writer. <laughs> like, it's money in it. It's a lot of money in being a writer. Whether you're writing R&B, because nobody ever questions if the R&B singer got a ghostwriter or not. Because we all know that somebody every be yeah somebody them. be writing for them. The only motherfuckers that we ever care about having a ghostwriter is rappers. Oh, that nigga got a ghostwriter, but shit. Why is it's that, money though? in it? I know you close to the music industry. Why is that? Authenticity. You're yeah. not you're not as authentic if you don't write your own shit. Like it's been rappers even from back in the day that's been like bit other people's rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Like you it it used to be a thing. Rapping used to be a respect thing. You used to have to prove yourself when you came on the scene as a rapper. You wasn't just a motherfucker putting rhymey ass words together that didn't make no sense like it wasn't no you know it you had to actually come out and put your best foot forward nowadays niggas ain't got to do that but um if you down if you go back down to the roots of it it's really just the authenticity what your skill level is because if you're not writing your own shit really what purpose other than being the face of that particular song, like you ain't, you don't have no talent. But then it's it's kind of like why why would you exclude R and B from that? Because it's like all right, Beyonce was saying about you know the single ladies, but motherfucker, you you married, you can't you not you that's not often that's not. I ain't even gonna focus on that. You right, right. Thank you. So I'm just saying like the whole R and B thing is like. Does R why does R and B not like have R&B to? I feel like R and B is different because a lot of times when people writing R and B, it's kind of like this thing of I can see this person singing it, although I might be you know although this is a really good song, and then on top of that, a lot of times people that do write music are not necessarily singers. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just people that enjoy writing. So with R&B, you know, you hear people's voices and you hear different melodies and you be like, this this particular song. Like, somebody could go and write a song today that is an R&B song but got a little gospel feel and somebody is going to be like, damn, that sound like Fantasia should be on it. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody will write a song that sounds like a little 90s ballad and they'll be like, dang, Maybe Usher should be on it. You know what I'm saying? Like different things like that. When you when you look at writing for R and B music versus writing for uh rap music, number one, the way that the music came about originally was not for like, for rap or for, for for rap, it was not a somebody uh, I'm gonna write this rap for this person. Like when when you first came out in rap, that was your way of proving that you were a rapper 
you were able to write these rhymes or you were able to freestyle this shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But with R and B, this that that's rhythm and blues. <clears throat> and we know for a fact that from a long history of different music and things like that, other people have written for others, not just in R and B, but you know, when you look back at blues music, soul music, um, jazz, anything like that, others have written. So I think that's the major difference. Mm, so I probably explained a lot, but no, I mean, I, I explain. Yeah, but it's all right. I enjoyed it. I just said I enjoyed it. The over explanation part. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I, you're right. I I just don't understand why people can just live. In a way that you know, they're those rhymes, those lyrics don't pertain to them, and you know, uh, why people be making it such a big deal that too. Because when rapping first started, it was about experiences, it's about what you done been through. Now, niggas out here talking about some, I got it out the mud, knowing good and damn well you grew up in the suburbs, but what show. Two parent household. I ain't never asked. Her. Getting it out the mud is having to struggle and fight for every fucking thing that you done got. And I'm sorry, a motherfucker that's done had a good life ain't got shit out the mud unless, unless you done went through some mental issues and shit like that, some abuse and shit like that. You ain't really had no struggles, bro. If you didn't, if you grew up in the suburbs, you were never harassed. When you was growing up in the suburbs, your parents still together. You ain't never had to really worry about, oh my my dad or my mom ain't here. You ain't you know dealing with all of the stereotypical black shit that we have to generally go through growing up in the hood. Like I'm sorry, you can't necessarily say you didn't got it out the mud. It's got to be some type of struggle in it. That's how I feel. I feel like, you know, you your get out the mud might be completely different and it can relate to another group of people rather than, you know, what you were just explaining. Your get out the mud, yeah, I might have had, you know, a two parent household, but, you know, one was disabled, the other one had to work, so I had to take care of. Right. You know what I'm but saying? But that's that's a that's a what I mean when I say a two-parent household and shit like that, when I'm saying that, I'm saying, like, there has, aside from what we normally see, because those are things that causes you to have to struggle. If you ain't had to go through that type of struggle, like, you ain't had to, I done, I done been through struggles where, like, I've been in situations where I knew my life was supposed to be set. I wasn't supposed to have to struggle to get nowhere that I am right now. I know this for a fact, but things in life fail the way they fail and irresponsible as adults were irresponsible as adults and didn't look at the future of the people that they were, you know, taking care of. But when you got a mother, when you got parents that actually then looked out for your well-being and set you up a trust fund, like people deal with their own demons and their own problems in their own way. Right. And I get that. And I'm not I'm not discrediting anybody's problems because I have my own fair share. And to a lot of people, they don't a lot of people don't think that I didn't have to go through as many struggles as I didn't have to go through. Based on what though? Based on just being I on guess the outside? perception, just being on the outside. But I mean shit. <laughs> a nigga has struggled, you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like a lot of times when niggas be talking about they, you know, when Lil Wayne talk about getting shot, nigga, you shot yourself. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, you shot yourself. That's not something you should be brag like. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta brag about that shit. Yeah. That ain't that ain't no struggle. That ain't no like that was self inflicted from you being young and dumb. 
Yeah, you might have had a struggle growing up, but the the part about, you know, just getting shot, you trying to act like somebody else was coming at you, shooting at right. you. Right. That ain't what that ain't and what it, happened. It wasn't that. <laughs> it was nigga. I mean, you didn't have your own struggles and he definitely didn't have to get it out the mud. But like tell your story tell your true story. Like I know I know local artists and I think that's what that's what separates local from mainstream. Most of the time, these local artists, they'll go ahead and be as honest and as blunt. And I'm talking about Arkansas local artists. Like, they'll be as honest about their struggles as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Just to let motherfuckers know, like, I'm I'm real in this shit. Like, this is all that I got in this shit. But, you know, you got all them other folks that be, you know. I want to go back to, to the... Uh, uh, dealing with the parents though do you feel like we are breaking away from making our kids struggle or you you, you know what i'm saying kind of like getting away from we're, we're more aware of what how to prevent our kids from struggling absolutely breaking those curses that you know absolutely generations before us had like okay so for me and you there's a difference with your parents and my parents because of age. Like, my mom is Gen X. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then your parents aren't. They're a little older than my mom. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, there's, in certain retrospects, there's it's a little different. Like, me and my mom were having a conversation one day. And I was just like, you know, she she felt bad, and and we have conversations like this often. She felt bad because she's like, well, you know, you and your brother should have been better off by now. Y'all should have been better set. I should have been better prepared. But, you know, I had to explain to her. I'm like, bro, you were 14, 15 having kids. You were kids yourself. You didn't know any better. You didn't know what to do. Like we didn't all grew up together, literally. So she could only give me what she had to offer. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And in that moment, at those times, she didn't have that. Like there wasn't a clear understanding of generational wealth. There wasn't a clear understanding of not wanting my kids to have to work for anybody else there wasn't a clear understanding of how do I make sure that when my kids become um college aged or adults that they don't have to go through all of the same struggles that I went through now granted there's a lot of struggles that she kept me from Mm -hmm. but uh financial struggles like I didn't had to move I didn't have to hustle like I didn't have to (laughs) I didn't have to get it out the mud just to you know get to where i am now but i do feel like we breaking a lot of cycles me and you just had this conversation not too long ago about different cycles that we've been breaking you know with our kids as far as listening to them and you know being more understanding and um, things like that but as far as preparing them so that they don't have to struggle like i was just talking to my mom the other day and i was telling her um because you know, I'm in the process of looking for a therapist right now. Um, and I was like, well, I'm going to find um, job, a mental health specialist as well. And I was like, it's not necessarily for the fact of just that she, the, that she needs it. But this is something as a preventive health type thing. You know what I'm saying? That sounds um, like a good idea. And so I was like, you know. Those, that's one of the struggles that I don't want her to have because I've grown up with mental health problems and different things like that, dealing with depression and different things like that. So I don't want her to have to deal with it and then think that she doesn't have anybody that she can go to. Even though I always want to be a safe space for her, I understand that kids don't always go to their parents right. for everything. So she needs you know, people and, you know, resources that she can go to as far as, you know, finances and things like that. Man, I the one thing I can definitely say is <laughs> all my kids going to be hey, straight. You remember, speaking of that, you remember I shared a screenshot with you and somebody on Facebook. 
about going to college. And you said, and they said, well, uh, oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta go to college on your own because I ain't doing shit. Because I ain't doing, shit. I ain't going into debt for nobody. Listen, <laughs> said, motherfucker. <laughs> Listen, don't get me wrong. I understood where they was coming from because college can be a big money trap. It can be, but if you properly prepare. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Everybody Shout knows out. the five P's. Shout like, out. everybody knows it. So, if you properly prepare, I mean, and even if your, ch- your child might not even want to go to college. You know what I'm saying? I still agree. You know, if if job decides that she want to go to college, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to be hoping and suggesting and trying to encourage her to go to an HBCU. Mm-hmm. But if she decides she don't want to go to college, by all means, don't go. But yeah. the money is going to be there for you to be able to go whenever you're ready to try. Right. It's it's about, <laughs> it's always about giving your kids an option. You know what I'm saying? You ain't always got to take out loans, bro. Yeah, no, you... And, you know, I've been I, I ain't stopped being pissed off about that shit. <laughs> everybody We gonna talk about that every, today. Let's every, just go every, ahead and put it on I was just saying cause we spoke about it before, but it's just like But it still bothers you. So I want I want us to be able to have I, this. I don't understand why people take such an offense to someone trying to help you understand something that you either don't know might not know or just another idea to help with your kids but is it is it not a matter of how the information is presented are you saying the wording has to be proper what because when you I'm, say presented i'm, say, I'm it, saying that it, criticism can although you may have intended for it to be constructive criticism can look destructive based on how you present the information but couldn't it be destructive with any person even if i try to dress it up as as the best way that i could if i said hey if you guys didn't know there's a blank blank plan for your kids that you know you can sign them up for and, and no one is going to have an issue with that because you are simply providing information. You are simply providing information without making any statements, any about the general truth. or specific statements <laughs> on anybody's circumstances. Okay. So the, 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 um, the Instagram post that I sent you was that Why I'm, I'm I, at, first off you didn't send it to me you I shared it on your fucking it. story and then it tagged me in it as if I'm the motherfucker that had the issue with what you had to say and told you that you can't say it because you ain't a single mother so so all right so let me get this straight I have to be sensitive to my word everybody has to be sensitive to their wording nowadays do we have to be or is it more of a i mean a, the n-word normalized because niggas that's normalized niggas want to normalize we gotta everything. talk about the best friend the friend dates we gotta talk about the friend dates at some point nah, niggas are getting shot <laughs> We gonna talk about Niggas the friend. Getting shot. <laughs> Shit. But were they were they single? I mean, if they were single, I don't. This is my thing. I don't care if they were single or not. I everybody's like, well, they got all sexified, and I didn't find nothing. Sexy. I mean, I get that old girl's dress was, you know. It accentuated her curves, but damn, if she wanted to dress like that, she wanted to dress like that. Whether it's, you know, you hanging out with a friend or not, yeah. you know, everybody, er, my issue with it is everybody is saying, uh, let me not say everybody, all these women keep saying, mm-hmm. well, just because I put this on don't mean that 
I'm uh, putting myself out there for sex or don't mean that you can sexualize me, blase, blase, blase. But then they turn around as soon as they saw them pictures and that man said normalized friend dates. As soon as they saw them pictures, oh, well, she's dressed as if she wanting to get sexy for him and blase, blase, blase. How do you know that that's what that woman's intentions were? Y'all, some women are the biggest fucking hypocrites I have ever met in my fucking life. And we're going to get into that in a quick second. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't care if they were saying, like, every outing that me and you have, even though, you know, we don't really have outings where me and you just get dressed up because that's just not our style. Right. But every outing that we have i say yay i'm going on a date with my best friend because if my kids were if my kid was going on a play date nobody would think anything of it yeah if i said play date no one would think anything of it if i said i'm going on a uh work date or anything like that lunch the, date with some co-workers yeah lunch date with some co-workers anything everybody no one bats an eye but the moment that they say a friend date and it was a man and a woman, everybody's like, oh, no, date should only be specified. No, fuck y'all. Y'all just immature and dumb. That's, sorry. That's, that's Not especially sorry. the Twitter world because Twitter be going up in a frenzy about every fucking thing. It's like, what if one of them was going through, what if one of them had a backstory of depression or something like that, and they was like, and they was hey, like, look, let's, let's just get, get dressed up because the one thing that I know, the better you look, the better you feel when you get yourself all dressed up and cute and all of that stuff. Like when I do it for myself, I feel better. I tend to feel your better. confidence level goes up. Your confidence up. level goes up. You you smile a little different. And, all of that. And guess what? You give yourself some goddamn reassurance. You know that hey, I do look good when I want to, so I don't have to keep second guessing myself. Do I still have it? Do I still look good? Exactly. Does anybody still you know want me or anything like that? So it's kind of like. All right, just because, like at one point it was, y'all were saying y'all, you couldn't be friends with a with a with the opposite sex. Now it's goddamn, you are friends with the opposite sex, and then you actually are enjoying your friendship. And now it's like, damn, you condemning me for doing that, right? Like, I mean, it's you you damned if you do, damned if you don't in this world. I I feel like because motherfuckers. And I'm 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 one of the people who I'd be like, man, you gonna think what you want to. I I don't give a shit. I said what I said. I did what I did. Fuck it. At this point, like I can't, I can't word that better. Anyway, ain't no better wording. Not. You know how we were just saying you gotta word it better. Ain't no better wording. It ain't no for better wording for that. Like get out your soft ass feelings, and if you are in your feelings, then. I mean, I guess you can delete me on social media like other people did you. <laughs> Man, that shit was crazy, man. man anyway, uh, but yeah, I don't. People, people are really getting more weird, and the people who use that n word, I really don't normalize. be fucking. I, I don't be fucking with the people. Normalize, let's normalize. Because it's like you, Can everybody wants to normalize something that's benefiting them. Can we normalize? It's like if you talking about normalize, we should normalize something for an entire man, group. Of people. Most of the time, people be talking about normalize, <clears throat> and I be like, that shit is like already normal in my life. Yeah, I don't know about y'all. It's like just because somebody else don't accept, you know, what I'm saying is is willing to deal with that doesn't mean it's not a normal thing. It's just I that feel like everybody nowadays has this need to be accepted, and I'm not one of them people. Like, I, you don't have to accept me. You don't have to. You don't have to agree with the shit that I. Me and you have our differences all the damn time, and at the end of the day, like. It's some shit that I don't fuck with about you, but you still my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And Ditto. I feel that. I respect that. <laughs> but like people just people have this thing where, oh, well, if you don't accept who I am, then you hate who I am. No, I don't necessarily hate you. I just don't fuck with you. <laughs> fuck with what you own. And that's that. And we should be able to coexist and not fuck with what other people own. Yeah, and just, just and, move on from and that. And move on from that. Like, I, I say it all the time. I don't go where I'm not wanted. 
Like that's not that's not in my MO for whatever reason, especially black people. We have this desire to be included. They say white people want to be included with everything we got going on. They hate being left out. Black people hate being left out, too. That's why motherfuckers still trying to fight for their goddamn rights. Nigga, take that shit. Anyways, that's beside the point. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) uh, but no, like we have this this thing where we just have to be included well why can't i come why can't i do this why can't i do that why can't you accept who i am why can't you like bro if you happy with who the fuck you are why does it matter what other people think like i can wake up tomorrow and the whole fucking world cannot fuck with me but guess who's still gonna fuck with me i'm gonna fuck with me yeah that's for damn sure you know what's what's crazy is I was having a talk with a friend of mine, and she and I was just discussing how she said I'm gonna be me and that's what it is. But in the same instance, I was like, well, what about when you have to alter something about you if you're in a relationship with somebody? You know what I'm saying? You know, it it, it might not be a complete change of you know your Sometimes character. Sometimes you have to take a step back. You some. When it comes down to what it is that you want, because I'm not going to change myself if it, or I'm not going to alter something about me if it's not something, if it does not benefit me in some type of way. Right. And that's just being honest. And I don't give a fuck how anybody tried to flip that. They can say that's selfish or what have you, but everybody does it. Nobody is going to change for for any other reason other than for the fact that they see some type of benefit in it for themselves. Right. That's just And, and so my, my argument, not even argument, but my point was, it was like, you know, you can say that this is you, this is how you are, but I think at the end of the day, if you're with somebody, you might adjust who and you are think, a little and bit. And I don't think people are above adjusting that's not to say, like, to, to say this is who I am and this is how I am isn't to say that this is who I'm going to always be. Right. A lot of times we feel like people are not capable of changing. The only people that I feel like are not capable of changing are white people. And that's because they have <laughs> been the same way for as long as black people can remember. So that's my opinion on that damn you if you don't agree fuck you if you got a problem with it you can suck my dick um but i don't i don't believe that people are above changing growing yeah you know evolving um there's a lot of things that i have always nigga i used to say i ain't want to be no damn housewife <sighs> yeah i used to say i ain't want to be no housewife I don't want to be nobody's housewife. I will go out there and work. I have a house husband. Shit changes. You know what I'm saying? Shit changes. And that ain't even... I mean, yeah, the motherfucker that came into the picture made me want to change that shit. But at the same time, it was a... I still had to look at it from an aspect of what's in it for me how do i benefit from me making this change as well because i'm not about to change shit just to benefit another motherfucker because then i'm gonna be sitting in unhappy so any change that comes about has to be an equal benefit fair exchange is not robbery who told you that my granddad that's what i'm talking about the truth about fair exchange not truth about fair exchange Truth about fair exchange. That's not what the title is going to be. Tonight is a decompression session. I tried. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I, I, and I hope my friend hears the podcast. And she understands what I was trying to say to her. Because it was just like, you know. When a motherfucker just fed up with some people. It's like. It's hard to really just give hope. But. You know, it'd be like that. But I, I it's do. It's only so much you can do. I, I do wonder. Now, I was speaking on, or I asked a question about over-marketing your relationship. Okay, yeah. So, elaborate on what you <clears> think about it. So, what I was wondering was, do you not, 
it's like, do some people, you know, try to put their relationship out there too much? Or, and this is, this is not, this is not nobody, you know, being jealous of nothing. <laughs> this ain't nobody saying, stop Come doing, on, stop doing what you do. It's just wondering, you know, what's the real motive behind something? Yeah, of it? it's kind of like, is this <clears throat> shit authentic or like, because I feel like, Some I feel like is- nowadays you we're seeing more and more people come out with their significant others and <clears throat> they, you know, it's it's a brand thing. It's like, it's almost like a gimmick. You know what I'm Derrick saying? Jackson. Like. But, <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, you right. It's like. <laughs> we ain't even going to get on to that nigga. It's like, <laughs> but just dealing with seeing how people just publicize their relationship. And then the, the relationship fails so fast for a lot of people. It's yeah. like, it's like you, you'll be talking bad about niggas and then two weeks later you got to do and then you know i'm not i'm not rushing nobody with the love but yeah that's your third him in three months (laughs) chill out bro slow down you know what i'm saying that's your third him in three months i'm i i I saw another meme that said nigga y'all pop out too quick but it's just like you know when is the appropriate time to pop out though when you get married I, I that that's a, that's a nice that's a nice time to go. That's a nice out. time. It's just like after you sign the papers, because you say like when you get married, so it's got to be like because after you sign the like papers, once you get engaged, technically you married. But that ain't I don't know if that's necessary. No, because you don't go through you know, the same breakup if you married, yeah, divorce, engaged, breakup. Them them divorces is a motherfucker. But uh, it's really just the money. The process ain't really that bad. But I wouldn't say get married and then be like, well, the divorce ain't going to be that bad. It could be that bad depending on who you marry. So don't take advice from me. But uh, yeah, I mean, some of the shit, just, I, just, I just think people sometimes want to show others who don't even give a fuck that they're finally that they're happy f- with somebody. I feel like if you have to have a relationship to prove that you're happy, you're not happy. Yeah, that's and that's, that's my that's, honest to God opinion. Cause like, nigga, the one I I've learned about posting my relationship on social media and shit like that, like podcasts. Anybody that watches or listens to the podcast, mm-hmm. they them the only motherfuckers that's got a real intimate idea of what my relationship look like right. and they really ain't got that much y'all really ain't got that much y'all i just, got to be a part of the proposal <laughs> but yeah i just i just think people just just slow down like uh, literally last week i've seen three breakups and they were dating for a month females gonna get pregnant soon though please don't you know that you know what <laughs> I don't, I really don't wish that on nobody. I want people to have had happy, healthy pregnancies, and they get pregnant by the people that they are meant to be pregnant by, because it's tough be in this world being baby mamas and baby daddies nowadays. Um, but I just think that a lot of times people, even though they're they're they in those relationships that are short-lived they want options everybody likes to have options and then they be like well why can't i find the one that's for me well nigga you got four the ones and and this is people in general or you mean like a specific gender people in general because female and females and males do this yeah like especially in our generation we like to have those backups every every everybody's on date them all everybody's praising date them all i mean and and my thing is if you're dating that's one thing that's the purpose of dating you're supposed to date and see who you're liking get a feel of those people but when you're sitting here saying I want this person to be my main, but I want them to be sitting on the sidelines until this one mess up. 
Mm-hmm. Like you not number one, you not going into this relationship knowing that or wanting 100%. it to. Yeah, you not even giving your all because you're not even expecting it to work out. You still yeah. got motherfuckers on reserve. Like that shit don't work. But at the same time, motherfuckers nowadays is like females, women. We have gotten to a place where we like, well, if he can do it, so can I. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you want to do, cool. I don't think that I don't put any stock in my ability to have a man. I used to be that insecure. I'm not gonna lie in front and say that I didn't. Me and you didn't have several conversations where I'd been like, "Well, what's the, what's wrong with me?" But at the same time, when I realized that me asking that question was the problem, mm-hmm. I got over that shit and I was like, "Well, fuck it. If if I ain't got no nigga right now, I ain't got no nigga right now." When the motherfucker come along, he come along. He came along, you know. But uh, a lot of times we put too much stock in the we we put our value on our ability to have a relationship. And then once we get that relationship, we hold ourselves and our partners to an impossible standard. And then when shit don't work out, it's oh my god, I put all this time and effort. You was happy at the time. You you supposedly loved that motherfucker. You supposedly did that out of love. Yeah, I was supposedly happy and all that shit. So in in and that listen, moment, it was all after love. after seeing my folks get divorced after thirty years. I don't want to hear nobody say nothing about time. Like that shit is time doesn't fucking matter. It don't. You know what I'm saying? You have moments with these people, extensive ass moments. And those moments end, whether it end, they end. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like, don't, don't time tell is somebody. Yeah, don't tell nobody about time because they, they use their time as well. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And then it'd be the public breakups. It'd be like breakups where it'd be so childish. It'd, it'd be like, like why you can't break up in silence. First of all, some some people break up and then get back together. Now you didn't talk to all this shit, and we just we just sitting here laughing, right? You know what I'm saying? Y'all making but the when fool they get back together, I just be you know I don't even I don't even put no stock in people that break up because I know they gonna get back together. Like that's that's our thing. We break up, we get back together. We break up, we get back together. We break up, we get back together. Either you stop that pattern or you just keep it going, but you're going to keep it going with every motherfucker you deal with. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, everybody won't, you know, you'll air out these motherfuckers' dirty laundry mm-hmm. all over social media. I'm laughing at your ass when you go back because half the time you be talking, like, it be shit that motherfuckers air out and I be like, and you upset because you left this motherfucker? Or you upset because you and this motherfucker ain't together no more? Nigga, run now. And then y'all turn around and get back with him. And I'm like, dumbass motherfucker. Yeah, especially like, you know, it'd be sad when, you know, there's domestic violence involved. Right. On either side. And it's like, you know, you go back to that person and you just get everybody else looking at you like, what the... Now that's the only time I don't call a motherfucker dumb When it's in a situation of domestic violence Because It's something in that psyche That just causes motherfuckers to go back I don't know what it is Do you think people feel secure? What you mean? I I, I don't know It's kind of like people I think they feel comfortable I think some people have an ill illusion of love is ill illusion a word? I don't know if if what's the ir 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 regardless of word, it probably ill yeah it maybe we'll we'll find that regardless irregardless is that a word? I heard it was. I think you I told think me that irregardless. You told me irregardless. Oh, it is actually a word. It's just used incorrectly. <clears throat> I read this somewhere. I prefer to say regardless though. Cause it just sounds like irregardless sounds like a double negative. Yeah, that's so it wouldn't. It doesn't really. Anyways, um, enough of the vocabulary lesson today. But uh, what was we talking about? We were people talking going about back domestic yeah. situations. Yeah, like those are situations where I I think 
Some people do have that ill illusion of love. They're like, oh, well, this person has done this, this, that, and the third for me. So they love me. And I know that they probably did this wrong, but they've done this other thing right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's, it, that is a number of factors. I just hope people get out of abusive relationships before they get to be too bad because that's not a way to want to end your life. And those types of situations can definitely end your life. Yeah, you're seeing a lot more of that actually happening. You know, people just losing their lives to, uh, you know, domestic violence situations or... You know, videos are resurfacing of people doing some, you know, questionable, questionable stuff. You know, kind of like the Quavo, kind of like the Quavo joint. Yeah, questionable. Nobody knows what truly happened. I know everybody is saying that. You know what? I'm not even about to get onto that. I ain't giving that too much more energy. It was a questionable video, regardless of the fact. (laughs) But. Both them motherfuckers crazy. Period. Next. You think both of them crazy? I think both them motherfuckers crazy. Uh, yeah. No, you probably right though. You probably right. Thing is, we don't we never know what's going on with people behind closed doors. But why are we so quick to make judgment? And we be the same people saying, Don't judge me. We as in, you know, I just mean, people. Humans are hypocrites altogether. Women are the bigger hypocrites, but humans generally <laughs> That's what I was meaning to ask you. <laughs> Not beyond when you saying women are hypocrites. You were speaking one time and I, I don't know why. I think you said either women or black women have been disappointing you. You said that. Oh, on social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was black women. Do you want to expound on why? Or can you remember? I I, I didn't want to talk about this because I didn't want to give him no time on our podcast, but I will. It was the whole Derrick Jackson situation. And the reason why women were disappointing me, number one, is because so many women followed Derrick Jackson. So many women followed him. And before y'all even question if I followed him, I don't generally follow anybody. I'll watch their videos. Don't get me wrong. I don't generally follow too many people on social media. Uh, and I, if I watch something, I take from it, just like when I go to church or when I used to go to church, I take from it what's for me. And whatever else is not, I leave it right the fuck where it is. Because... I don't necessarily, I don't care too much about the messengers. I'm only focused on the message. So a lot of women would, you know, praise Derrick Jackson. He enjoyed pandering to women and, you know, degrading black men and talking bad about black men and all of that stuff. And so many black women were like, well, um, I'm glad I never, uh, listen to him or I'm glad I never followed him blase blase which there were a lot of women on my timeline that said that shit and I knew for a fact that, that that shit was a lot um so that's one thing but what made the situation far worse and don't get me wrong I hope that his wife is happy with her decision i hope that she's found peace in her decision and if she has that's her i it's not my place to judge but what i had a problem with with black women was instead of instead of sticking on the person that did the dirt they started to focus on that woman's looks. They started to degrade that woman. They started to talk bad about that woman. Not just about what was coming out of her mouth. But every time I saw 
any comment from a black woman it was well why she have to get on there looking like that why she getting on there uh oh, some I, female oh, I see why her, i see why he cheated and she had that um, hillary clinton you know i mean all of that but then my thing is they were together since high school he knew who she was I don't know their dynamics of their relationship. A lot of people are like, oh, well, he look like he's real aggressive and real abusive and blah, 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 blah. How does a motherfucker look that, like that? Anyway. If that is the case, like he's controlling or whatever, if that's the case, I mean, I just hope that they find whatever they need to get through all of this bullshit. But what I didn't appreciate was how black women always talking about, oh, we need to build, we need to build each other up, we need to straighten each other's crowns and all of this shit. But as soon as a black woman get publicly. in front of y'all faces publicly, this woman is is literally being as vulnerable as fucking possible. This woman is literally sitting next to her cheating ass husband, telling y'all why she's still with her husband. And regardless of what her reason is, regardless of if you don't agree with it or not, that's her reason, that's her business, stay the fuck up out of it. But at the same time, don't sit here and talk about this woman's appearance. And then in the same breath, talk about, oh, well, we need to lift black women up. We need to lift each other up. I, I'm not about to lift up a motherfucker that sit and talk shit about other black women. That's just my thing. And I tell a motherfucker today, damn face. And you know what the hard part is? You can't call them out on that shit. Because when you do, they'll find every every reason to throw it back on you. Exactly. Or to deflect the whole situation. Exactly. You know, it's like, damn, I'm trying to. And I'm not saying this back to you to, you know what I'm saying, criticize you. But, but this is accountability right here. It's to make you look at what you're outputting and what you're, what inputting. you're inputting. Because you can't, you can't say that you want a certain type of love and respect from a certain demographic or a certain group of people. But then you turn around and you don't give that. Like, I... I say it all the time. I've always been taught in everything you do, you be fair to the next person. And in that situation was there was not anybody that was being fair to that woman. Well, I ain't going to say there was not anybody, but majority, majority of the people was not being fair masses. to that woman. They, they literally dogged that woman. I don't, and, and again, I didn't care about them having an opinion on what she had to say because, first off, I didn't even listen to the video, didn't watch the video, didn't care to give them no attention or time. I would just see the memes and I would see the comments. And there are so many people that I would have supported. There are so many people that I wanted to support and I wanted to be there for, or I wanted to, you know, they have businesses and different things like that. And they claim to be, you know, Oh, we all black girl power and black girl magic and all of this shit. But they literally were willing to open their mouths and degrade another black woman. I can't, you don't, you don't stand on the same principles that I stand on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No matter how much I disagree, like I know that if I were to find out, that I were being cheated on like that. That's the end of my relationship for me because that's not something that I want to personally deal with. But if she can look at her husband and say, I forgive him and I'm going to stick it out. That's her business. Right. That's her business. But don't sit here and, and talk about this woman's looks and justify this man cheating on her because of how she looked on this one video. Yeah. Fuck y'all dirty <clears throat> ass hoes. Well, on that note, I think that's that's pretty much it. Oh shit! <laughs> you know, everybody hold each other accountable. Let's don't nobody want to be held accountable, bro. Account. Let's normalize accountability. Oh, the N word. <laughs> Let's. Normalize. That shit is. That should be irritating, bro. I. I I just be on, on social media just like, I'm not trying to hear that normalized Bro, shit. Bro, how many times, have, I'm going to count how many times I see normalized the next time I'm scrolling on Facebook. That's usually where I see it at because I don't get on Twitter. Twi Twitter shit. be the worst. I know Twitter be jumping. Twitter, Twitter is like entitlement social media. Everybody want to feel entitled to something. 
But anyway. Everybody a scholar on Twitter. Like they know everything. Yeah, man. As long as they get the likes, they feel important. Bro, I fucking hate social media. <clears throat> I hate it. I swear, if I could get off of social media and never get back on that shit again, but still have booming ass businesses. You would. I would. I swear I would. The moment that our businesses pop off and I ain't gotta I ain't gotta like actively be on social media. Bro, social media. <laughs> I'm out. Real deal. I'm out that thing. And that's on the real. Like we can even got him a social media manager for his shit. For real? Yeah. What? He like me and him, we hate that that we'll sit in our house and Half time won't even half time won't even know where our phones at. We'll have our video games in our hands, but we won't know where them phones at unless he playing a game on his phone. I need to get a video game. All right, well, I guess I didn't talk y'all head off enough today. So that's it. You good? Yeah, straight. Anything else you want to add? I feel like I talked a lot today. You probably did, because you know. Over the time, you had to get your voice back. So, you had a lot to say. I had a lot to say. I'm still... Can you tell I'm still trying to get that motherfucker back? Mm-hmm. You'll, yeah. you'll make it. On another note, on the ending note, that was her truth. And that was his truth. And somewhere in there is it's the, the real, real truth. truth. And we'll holler at y'all later. I don't even like the deuces. Vibrating on and 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 on Swing and I'm swing and I'm swing Yup, I'm poppin' my trunk Yup, 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 Swing and I'm swing and I'm swing Yup, I'm poppin' my trunk Guess me, dog. I'm quite sure you can smell it. I'm dripped up, dripped up, dripped up. My solar zones pouring out from D town to Rockton. They know what we talking about. I'm dripped up, dripped up. My solar zones pouring out from D town to Rockton. They know what we talking about. Dripped up, dripped up. My solar zones pouring out from D town to Rockton. They know what we talking about. I'm dripped up. Songs pouring out from the beat, tell the rock to They know what we talk about